What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Flip Hacking Live podcast. This is Bill Allen, and we are just about three weeks away from Flip Hacking Live at the time of this recording. So I went back into the vault again today, and I want to hear about key performance indicators. I get so many people that ask me about my business and how do you know if you're going to continue to be successful? How do you know what to look for and what to measure and what to analyze? And Mike Simmons did a presentation last year at Flip Hacking Live, and he talked about key performance indicators and knowing your numbers. And he said 82% of businesses fail because they don't know their numbers. So let me ask you this. Do you know your numbers? Um, I'm going to rewind the clock a little bit and go back to a portion of Mike Simmons' presentation here from 2019 Flip Hacking Live to give you an idea of what this event is like. So go to fliphackinglive.com, grab your tickets if you haven't already. If you have, this is what you have in store for you in just three weeks. The big question is this, how do you start or grow a real estate investing business that will give you the income and financial freedom you desire without losing a ton of money or wasting years of your life trying to figure it out all by yourself? That is the question and this podcast is the answer. I'm your host, Bill Allen, and together we are going behind closed doors so you can hack the country's top experts and learn the secret tips, tricks, and strategies that actually work in today's market. Welcome to the Flip Hacking Live podcast. Okay, guys, like Bill said, I was in a pretty unique situation a few years back. We were put in the seven-figure program. Like he said, we were given a task to get to a million dollars, and like Bill, and probably the reason we get along so well is I'm com very competitive. But also, what he didn't tell you, I don't think he told you, I didn't hear him tell you, there was a prize. The prize was an all-expenses-paid uh, all trip to Fiji. So while I was contemplating whether or not I could beat everybody in the room, I called my wife and said, hey, there's this contest, and the winner, if we can get to a million dollars before everybody else, gets a, tr a free trip to Fiji. And she said, we're going to Fiji. So get busy. Why are you on the phone right now? You should be planning for this. Uh, so we did win. But that unique situation was we got there, we got there fast. And anytime you do things hyper fast, you don't always make all the best decisions, okay? So it was brute force. It was force of will, and it wasn't always sound decisions that we were looking into the future to make sure that they were always going to be the best decisions. We just wanted to get there, right? So it was all hands on deck. So while I was preparing for this talk, I did a little research and I wanted to find out, you hear stats all the time, but I wanted to find out how often do businesses fail? And 50% of businesses fail in the first five years, right? Pretty bleak, but it's not super surprising. A lot of people start businesses, they don't know what, what they're doing, they have no guidance, they don't have a mastermind, they have nothing. So 50% of them fail. 70% fail by year 10. They get that far, but most of them are gone. And in doing this, I wanted to find out why, right? And there's a lot of reasons why, I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a lot of reasons why businesses fail. It's not one thing. But I did find one common denominator. 82% of them didn't know their numbers. That's what they said. They didn't know their numbers. The overwhelming majority had no idea what made their business successful, when it was successful, what made it fail. They couldn't tell you. I don't know exactly what you're going to write in your books at the end of the day, in the, in the books that Bill's dad's filling out and all of you are. I assume it's going to look something like this. I don't know. I can't tell. I'm not an 
can't tell the future. But whatever you do, make sure that you are taking notes because what we're sharing with you this weekend is not only going to drive leads, help you convert leads, help you be better money managers, it's also going to make you better at running your business. And we're putting all this energy into figuring out how to drive leads and make money and drive revenue. You have to understand what's happening in your business and have a structure around it that allows you to be successful. When I scaled up like that, and by the way, here's everyone at the end of the weekend. When I scaled up like that, I was in this plane, and people were asking me, where are we going? What's up ahead? What's going on? And my thought was, man, we're in the air. We're flying. It doesn't matter, right? We're flying. We'll just climb to a higher altitude. It doesn't matter, right? But there's things in your path in any business. There's things in your path that you really need to understand that they're coming, and running a business is a lot like a cockpit of a plane. You have an instrument panel in front of you. If the instrument panel's not plugged in, not hooked up, or worse, doesn't exist, the likelihood of something catastrophic happening is very high. Very high. Remember, 82% of businesses that fail did not know their numbers. Okay, I want to tell you a little story. It's, I'm not super proud of it. It's kind of embarrassing, but we're authentic here, right? We're talking about our successes and our failures. Right before we went on that run and kind of during the run, it sort of spanned a calendar year. And we were ramping up our business like crazy and just going, going nuts, right? Getting deals, closing deals, making money. We were like, woo, going to Fiji. My wife was like, woo, you're going to Fiji with me. And, and it became tax time. And my CPA asked me a super easy question that I should have been able to tell him and I couldn't. He asked me, how many properties did you take title to last year? Not how many did you flip or wholesale. He, just how many did you take title to, even if it was for a day? How many? And I didn't know. Worse... I had nowhere to go to know. So I started calling title companies. I started digging through my emails. I had no way of knowing. Because we were ramping up and we were doing kind of a lot of volume, I lost track and had nowhere to look. I didn't know. So I know we're recording this, but I gave him my best guess. I guessed. And he said, okay, you're the only one who can tell me. And it scared me. And I realized at that point, with some success, with a little bit of volume, with a little bit of extra uh, growth in your business, it's, it's harder to keep track. When I was doing 12 flips a year, it was pretty easy to know how many houses I took title to. It was between zero and 12. It's easy, right? But when we started doing dozens of deals a month, it became much, much harder. So today we're going to cover three things, three main things. Look at that handsome devil. Number one, we're going to talk about business structure and how we run our business, tools that we use, philosophies, how do we organize ourselves within our business for success, to know what's happening. Number two, we're going to talk about what I call activity KPIs or activity metrics. What are the activities that lead to the ultimate result? And then number three, we're going to talk about performance KPIs. Performance KPIs are exactly what it sounds like. 
they're kind of lead indicators, right? Where did we end up? It's important to know that too. Now, for those of you who use the disk to analyze potential employees or yourself or any other tools that kind of teach you about yourself, this is my disk profile. 99D, 99I, middle of the road to low S and very low C. If you know what this means, this is not the person you hire to track numbers, count beans, count money, none of that, okay? By nature, I don't like it. For those of you who use the culture index, this is my culture index. It's more severe than my disk. I'm not going to explain this to you in, in great detail, but know this. A, a zero D is a zero details. No details at all, okay? I have someone that work with, works with me here today. She can tell you zero details, okay? I don't love tracking numbers by nature, so don't think there's a bean counter up here, an accountant, an engineer who just loves it. I don't, but I've been burned, and I know what that feels like. I've never in my life lost sleep until I didn't know my numbers, and I literally lost sleep. Could not sleep at night. I was freaked out. What gets measured gets done. Write that down. What gets measured gets done. To quote attributed to Peter Drucker, he's an Austrian-born American management consultant considered to be the founder of modern management. In other words, maybe another way to look at it, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. You did not do a good job this quarter. Your performance was subpar. Why was my performance subpar? I don't know. It just felt subpar. I have no way of showing you what you did right or wrong because I don't, I don't know my numbers. I don't track them, right? So if you can't measure it, you cannot manage it. Start by documenting what you do. You don't have to have this robust. I talked to some of you last night out here on the patio during the VIP reception, and it's like I don't have a process. What do I do? I said, you have a process. You're doing deals. You have a process. It may stink. It may be inadequate. But you have it, so document it. Start there. That's where you start, and you build from that point. We use a couple of things, and you can use a couple of things in your business. Some things we make checklists. We write them down. That's how we start. I don't have a process. I don't really know what to do. Let's just start with some bullet points. What are the high-level stuff? Just give me, the, give me the high level, the beats. What are you doing? We also do a lot of Zoom recordings to do training for our people. I don't like to write or type. So if you get training from me and my company, good chance it's going to be on video. And I'm going to go through it on my computer, record the screen, record myself, and I'm going to share that with you. It's very effective, especially for people who don't enjoy sitting down. Now, there's nothing wrong with written, and I'm going to show you in a minute. We have plenty of written documentation now. I just didn't do it. It's on video if I do it. Okay, if those of you who have not heard of this book, it's called Traction. It's an operating system for your business. It's a method of running and growing and scaling your business responsibly and with structure. I'm not going to go deeply into it, but I wanted to put it up here so you could see it. Okay, within Traction, they teach us a few things. They teach us a lot of things, but a few things are we work in quarters. We have quarterly meetings. We evaluate our team quarterly. Do they get it? Do they want it? And do they have the capacity to do it? 
you need to ask that about everybody who works for you. Because some people get it, they just don't want it. And some people get it and want it, they just can't do it. They're not the right person. They're not, the right, they're not in the right seat on the bus. They might belong on the bus, but they don't belong on that seat. We also create what's called rocks, quarterly rocks. A rock is a project or an initiative or an issue that takes a little bit more time to work through it. It could take 90 days to get through it, to solve it, to create it, whatever it is. But those are 90-day objectives. We also create issue lists. Issue lists, issues are things that can be done in a much quicker time frame. They can be done in a week, in a couple of days, maybe a few weeks. If it's a bigger project than that, it becomes a rock. If a rock isn't big enough, as we're going through this meeting, we make it an issue. Drop it down to an issue and we work on it more actively during the week. Okay, in this presentation, I did a little research. I'm not going to lie to you. Because I'm competitive, and if you listen to Bill's podcast, he talked a little bit about being the best up here on stage. I want to be the best. So I researched it. And in my research, every single person who's a presenter who considers himself an expert who I was watching said, you can't put a lot of data on the screen, people. Zone out. They won't read it. It's a waste of time. You lose their attention. I'm going to break that rule horribly in a few slides, okay? So I'm just telling you I'm going to show you the forest, and then I'm going to show you the tree, and then at some point I'm going to show you a forest again. So please don't get up and go to the bathroom or check your phones when I show you the forest. And in fact, when I say forest alert, you might want to pull your phones out. Just take a picture. You're not going to be able to write it all down in your book. All right, he was showing the forest and getting into the trees. And so if you guys want to see the trees, if you guys want to see the details, you want to see the KPIs, you want to see all the numbers that Mike Simmons went into, um, go to fliphackinglive.com, grab your tickets, and use the code FHLPODCAST. If you use the code FHLPODCAST, you will get all the recordings from the last four years and Andy McFarland's four-hour seller finance training as a bonus for your ticket. Tickets right now are just $397. Use FHL Podcast, grab your ticket if you don't already have one. If you do and you have access to these recordings because you used some of these offers for the bonuses, then make sure that you watch it. Go back and watch Mike Simmons' presentation and look at all these numbers and data and things that he's looking at in his business. And take a, take a look at yours. What does yours look like? What are you tracking? Are you looking at the numbers or do you not know the number of houses that you closed on last year or what's going on or the pulse of the organization and company that you have. He talked about KPIs and, and traction and issues and rocks and all the things that we use inside of my companies to make sure that we're successful month in and month out. And really looking back and seeing, okay, we can analyze what, what worked and what didn't work and where we can go moving forward. So don't miss this event. It's going to be absolutely amazing. We'll be sending out all of the swag boxes next week, start going out to the folks overseas and the folks uh, here in the U.S. will go out just shortly after that. So don't wait. Grab your tickets. Go to fliphackandlive.com. Use the code FHL podcast to get all of these bonuses, get uh, a lot of the presentations that we've been playing on here and others. I mean, I don't have time to play all, you know, 20 plus presentations that we have in those bonuses or uh, Andy's four hour seller finance training. And you'll have access to that well beyond Flip Packing Live for years to come and stuff that you can go back and look at in the future. So um, go to grab your ticket. You don't want to be the person who's missing out on this event. And I will see you guys uh, in a couple of days on the next podcast and in just three weeks from stage from our studio that we're building out in North Carolina to present this amazing event to you. So have a great day. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Hey, it's Bill again, and I want to personally invite you to our biggest event of the year, Flip Hacking Live. 
If you could copy the exact deal sources, marketing strategies, negotiation tactics, and business systems of the most successful house flippers and wholesalers in the nation, how would that change your business? Flip Hacking Live is a three-day event that we do just once per year, and it's happening October 15th through the 17th. We bring in the nation's top wholesalers and house slippers to walk you through everything they're doing, how they're marketing directly to sellers, how they're picking up discounted off-market properties, how they're doubling their close ratio with the right negotiation tactics, how they're raising millions of dollars in private money, the things they're doing that other investors aren't doing, all of it. These are the guys and gals who are actively doing deals at a high volume in today's market all across the country. You get their full attention for three days. They have agreed to hold nothing back and you'll be right there with them so you can ask questions and get clarification on anything that you need. This is your chance to hack the nation's top flippers and wholesalers and ethically steal their exact strategies and systems. All you have to do is take notes, ask questions, and apply what you learned. But first, you need to get a ticket. We've sold out every year and ticket prices go up every few months. So go to fliphackinglive.com right now and get your tickets today. Fliphackinglive.com, October 15th through the 17th. This is an event that you cannot afford to miss.